ignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. your hands unto the Lord. Are you excited to be in church this morning? I am very happy to be in church today. I have been away for a few weeks and uh, I missed you very much. And uh, It was a blessed time following my father and pastor, evangelist Doug Ward Mills, in South Africa and Lesotho, having historic campaigns, preaching the message of the love of God and of the blood of Christ and seeing thousands give their lives to Jesus Christ. It is important to go out. So I thank God for the privilege he gave me to be out there. And I want to thank God for the life of your pastor, a good man, a great man, 
I think Divine Encounter has one of the best pastors in the world. Oh, yeah. You must, you must pray that you don't fall into the hands of a hireling or into the hands of a fake pastor or a pastor who has not been called by God and is pastoring because he lacks employment. Yes, but your pastor is none of these. He loves God. He loves you. Wants the best for you. And ministers from his heart. So Pastor Ekins, it's a blessing to have you. And I pray that you live long and serve God. Amen. You may please be seated. Father, we pray that you speak to us this morning as we approach your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, this week is a very special week. We are having our Proton Convention. And uh, it's going to be a very special time because I'm going to be preaching from this book. And I want you to have it and come for the convention with it. Your life depends on this book. The title of this book is A Verse. I've not seen a book like that before. The title of the book is A Verse. Mark chapter 4 verse 25. He that hath, to him shall be given. And he that hath not, from him shall be taken away even that which he hath. Now, this is a very important subject. I'm believing God to free your life with. Amen. Because life has two groups of people. He that hath and he that hath not. And it's not the will of God for you to be among he that hath not. But most people have not. But God wants to bless you. So this convention is a proton convention and a prosperity convention. Yeah. I'm not going to give you money or teach you how to chase money. But I'm going to teach you how to prosper in life. How to be great in life. Because when you follow God, he makes something out of your life. Amen. So go to the bookshop and get this book. Very important. Not just for the convention, but for your life. If you master the principles in this book, you'll be very, 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 very great. I've not seen any book that comes close to this book in terms of helping a person to do well in life. I'm telling you. And uh, I'm believing God to break the seals that are on the book so that you can access wisdom and direction for your life and not become a vulture on the rubbish dump but an eagle soaring high in the skies is it possible ask your neighbor are you going to come for the convention tuesday wednesday thursday that on friday we have a night of manifestations a healing a healing and a miracle service all night, 10 p.m., Friday night. Come with your friend.
come with your uncle, come with that boy who is disturbing you, the power of God will work, every pro- work out every situation in your life and you are going to be free. This morning, I'm reading from the New Testament, a story that I believe is very important and applies to us as we progress in the year. Um, Mark chapter number 11. Mark chapter 11, and I'm reading verse 12. I also want to salute all the satellite church ministers and zonal leaders who are working very hard in the house of God to build this beautiful church that we are enjoying in the service. Amen. And on the morrow... Verse 11, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry, and seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came, if haply he might find anything thereon, and when he came to it, He found nothing but leaves. For the time of fix was not yet. And Jesus answered, And said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. And in the morning, I'm reading from verse 20. As they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. And here ends the reading of the word of God. Let's jump to John chapter 15. And I'm reading verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he he purgeth it, it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. Are we there on the same page? Verse 5, I am the vine, and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, 
and I in him the same the same the same bringeth forth much fruits for without me ye can do nothing so remember that on the morrow Mark 11 verse 12 that Jesus came from Bethany and he was hungry amen it's a very popular story I'm using to share a very important message with you I've titled now or never now or never now or never I'm preaching about fruitfulness and the, and the title is that either it is right now or you will never be fruitful and for that reason you cannot guarantee any future in God No future. You are not likely to be around. I am telling you. I give you one year maximum. You will be among the sinners. Destroying your life. And you will not be the first. Fruitfulness Bearing of fruits is so normal and so expected and so important that it, 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 it borders on stupidity for, a, for anybody, anybody at all, receiving seeds, receiving inputs, receiving care, receiving love. Listen, please. There is nothing that is free in the world. I heard somebody say, say the other day that there is no free lunch. I don't believe that it's only lunch which is not free. Breakfast is not free. Dinner is not free. Your shoes are not free even though they don't look nice. Or, you, or you're not in church. There is nothing free. So if you think that you are enjoying something free for free... You are going to hurt yourself. Whenever you enjoy something, it must also occur to you what must come out of your life. Hmm. Today is Valentine's. Is it, is, is it today? Yes, Valentine's Day. Some of you are going to eat chocolate. Somebody's going to buy you chocolate. Somebody's going to buy you water. There's no free chocolate. As you are eating, you must be thinking very carefully. Yes. 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 Somebody is going to give you a gift, a box of roses or some flowers or a letter or a poem he has going to copy from the internet and has brought to you. There is nothing. Listen, please. I'm not joking. There is nothing that is free. Nothing that is free. <laughs> nothing is free. Nothing is free in the world. There is nothing that is free. Not even salvation is free. Everything you see even if it is being handed over to you for free, somebody has paid for it. Yes. If I give you biscuits and you don't pay for it, I paid for it. But the biscuits you are eating for free, you will have to bring forth something. Yes, John the Baptist told the wicked Pharisees and unbelievers who were sitting in the synagogues and did not fear God. He said, bring forth fruits. Worthy of repentance. 
Fruits. Fruits. If you are in church, like I'm preaching to you this morning, a choir sang this morning, you enjoyed some praise and worship, somebody's child was dedicated. It's not free. All these things which are being done for you, you see, you may not know that had it not been your, your pastor dedicating your baby, you would have taken the same baby to some shrine for them to make some, some marks on the stomach, on the buttocks, or the left thigh, and introduce as many demons per centimeter of cats, of incision. So if we did not make incisions and, and make incantations, and we have dedicated your baby, it's not free. There are some, and, and see, it is black Africans like us who always think free. We want free. And that's why we don't do well. Free everything. Everything is free. But it's a wrong way to live your life. If it comes to you free, you must ask yourself, what is required of me? Can we please turn our Bibles before it gets too hot in this service? Let's turn our Bibles to Hebrews. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter chapter 6. You see, and, and, and it's a very important verse because it, it, it talks about responsibilities. 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 Hebrews chapter 6. And I'm reading from verse number 2. It says, for the earth. Hmm. Are we there? Verse 7. Sorry, forgive me. 7. For the earth, which drinketh in the rain, glory to God, that cometh often upon it. Often. The rain comes. Even if there's two years hamatan, it, it cannot compare to the many years of rain that the earth has received. Often means often. You receive rain. You receive rain. For the earth, which drinketh in the rain that comes often upon it, and bringeth forth herbs, meat, for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessings from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is nigh unto cursing. We saw that verse, that word in Mark 11. Curse. And it's nigh unto cursing whose end, whose end is to be burned. The end, may your end not be a burning end. Yes. The earth which receives rain, it comes often upon it. And then also responds with herbs. It's blessed. Because when you receive something, it is very, very important for you to understand that you are expected to bear fruit. The rain that comes upon you is not free. It is expected that after the rain, fruits will come. Herbs will come. Trees will come. Ladies and gentlemen, I want us to be very clear in our minds that Jesus is hungry. He is coming to, he, he, you see the Bible says in, the, in our foundational text in Mark 11, and I'm ending with this, that he was walking somewhere with his disciples and he became hungry. He became hungry. So naturally, he turned towards a fig tree which had leaves, which had leaves. Now, when you see a fig tree with leaves, it means that there are either fruits in it or the fruits have come already. Leaves on a fig tree always meant, see, fruits came either before the leaves or with the leaves. So, once you see leaves, I'll say it again. 
fruiting of fig trees always came before the leaves or with the leaves. I'll say it again. Fruiting of fig trees always occurred before the leaves, a certain crop of leaves or with the leaves. Forget about this nonsense of the season was not nigh. Or the time of fig trees was not nigh. That is nonsense. That is nonsense. If the season for fig trees hasn't come, fig, figs haven't, hasn't come, what are the leaves doing on you? Because when we see leaves, we expect fruits. That's why Jesus went to the tree expecting. It was not. I don't even know what word to use. Jesus was not being irrational or was not being insensitive or inconsiderate. He went to the tree expecting fruits because he saw leaves. <laughs> he saw leaves. When you bear leaves, you must have fruits. He went expecting fruits. And when he did not get fruits from that tree, that event signified the termination of that tree. You see, sometimes we say that God is a God of a second chance. It is very true. But many times, he doesn't give people a second chance. I'm, I'm speaking just from the Bible. Just from the Bible. So if you are sitting here and you are like me, you are like me, you have enjoyed second chance, a third chance, then you have a lot to do. You may not have another chance. The God of a second chance sometimes does not give people a second chance. Like this tree wasn't given a second chance to prove itself. He said, you can't give me a fruit, it's over now. All through the Bible, you see people who were not given a second chance. Esau was not given a second chance. It was over the first time. May God have mercy on you. He said, may God have mercy on you. I'm talking about the, the title of the message is that now or never. Either you bear fruit now or you will never bear fruit. Either you join the choir now or you will never join the choir. Either you join the bustle now or you will never join the bustle. It is so true. It is either now. I've never seen anybody who didn't do something at the, at the time he was asked to do it who was able to do it later. It is always never. Delays 
always mean cancellation. And this morning, God has come to you. For some of us here, it's your fourth chance. That's very atypical of God. For some of you here, it's your third chance. It's your fifth chance. But perhaps this message is the peeling of the bell. Announcing your termination and your end in the spirit. That soon we are going to pass by you and discover that you are a withered branch. A withered tree because he's not a fool. He's not a fool. He said, I am the vine. You are the branches. John chapter 15. Verse 2. He says, every, every, not just pastors, not just deacons, no, every. Can I, can, is it possible for us to all say the word every? Every. Every, not ever. Every. I wish I had a good camera to take a picture of this large congregation for us to keep it. Next year, same time, some of you will not be around. You will be a drunkard. You'll be fornicating. You'll be destroyed. You'll be on drugs. It is the fruits you bear that guarantee you a certain type of life. You cannot just sit around, come around, enjoy church, enjoy preaching, enjoy fellowship, enjoy an atmosphere, and not make any inputs. It is the input God is demanding from you. He went to the tree. The tree had enjoyed sunshine. The tree had enjoyed some rain. And it had leaves. And Jesus went to that tree. If by any chance he would have fruit. And he found nothing. By this time we we would have expected you to be a proper Christian. You are not a proper Christian. By this time fornication should have ended. Because you have been in church long enough to stop fornication. But when we come to your tree looking for fruits of holiness. We can't find the fruits. You are persistent in your fruitlessness. This morning. Every one of us here. Must think very carefully. Because. You are receiving. Blessings from God. You, you may not know how special it is to be in church. It's very special. It's a real blessing. And God is expecting you that after this time, after some time of being in church, about this time, you should have been a shepherd. You should have joined some senior pastor. Pastor, trade me out. I want to bear fruit. Out of me should come five church members. Out of me should come two church members. I want to, re- to be responsible for six converts. I want, to, I want to be responsible for five zones in the area. I want to do something. Because all of us begin as just mere ground, mere earth. But when we receive rain, something comes out of our lives. And when the rain comes, it gives you something to be proud of. When the rain comes, it gives you some fruits, some leaves. Leaves are a source of pride. A tree without leaves and a tree with leaves 
are two different trees. Leaves mean that you have something to show. Something to show that you are, you are a lighthouse member. Every tree, you can tell the tree what tree by the leaves. Even though the Bible says the ultimate determinant is the fruit. But leaves also contribute to the, 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 the identification of it. Of so, so, so when you have leaves, it means that you have something to show. That now you are in lighthouse. You wear lighthouse t-shirts. You wear lighthouse shoes. There's a sticker on your car. Right now, if somebody calls you, you can send a person a text. You are in church. It is leaves. By being in, 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 in lighthouse, you have, you have become a type of person who even may be given a job just because you are in lighthouse. And there are people like that. They use the church to build their lives. They use the church to get jobs, accommodation, contacts, and contracts. They use the pastor. Yes. Pastors are the most used resources. Oh, yes. Because our work is premised on humanitarian activities. Use him. You buy your house, you call him, you come and pray. You buy a car, you buy a chamber pot. Your child is, is born. Your uncle's child. Some of you even use your pastor to, to pastor people who don't come to church. Yes. Oh, pastor, my cousin has given birth with a seven boyfriend. Can you come? The pastor goes. He also, he, because he loves you. you see, we, we, we are lovers. And you use the church. Pastor, I'm going for a visa interview. Pray for me. And the prayer of your pastor makes a difference. Oh, yes. Pastor, I'm going to write an exam. Pray for me. We are having night of manifestations this Friday. You come. And your hernia is healed. We pray for you and your depression goes away. But you don't want to do nothing for God. He says, go back to John 15. Verse 2. Verse 3. So I'll go back to verse 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit. You see, the theme... Is consistent in the Bible. The theme of never or withering or being cut off, I'm telling you, 
something one of these days will cut you off. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Expect to be removed one of these days. What will guarantee your continual existence in the church will be the fruit you bear. It says the axe is laid to the tree. One brother told me a story of how he was working somewhere, very big man, very big job. And then there was, he, he likes live music. Live. Like this evening at the Valentine's where there's a live music, a live band. And he, some, I don't know what, I've, I've not heard anybody say that, but I say, oh, he, he, he likes live music. So, when he closes from work, top, top job, he just goes to sit somewhere and enjoys live music. He's a, he's a Christian, he's a church member, doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't have any girls. He just goes there to just enjoy some live music. Yeah, maybe once a week or I don't know, twice a week. So he was going there. And then in the church, he was an unserious Christian. So these big men, they feel big. But God had mercy on him and he humbled himself and joined a ministry in the church. So he was in the, in the ministry, you know, I don't know, ashes or something. And he found himself teaching other new converts, follow up, something. So one day, he went to this live music place to enjoy live music just sitting and enjoying live music for a while then he goes home now when he got up to leave the place he saw somebody coming to the place who looked very very much like a church member who was in his ministry so he just said to himself that if this person is a church member and sees me here because it's it, it, see, it was not a Christian place. It's, a, it's just, you know, beachside, unbeliever music. But he's not there drinking or smoking or with his girlfriend. Or, no, he's just sitting there enjoying just live music. We can discuss that one later on. Don't, don't. So when he saw the church member, that, that, who looked like, in fact, eventually, the person was not even a church member, was not even whom he thought he was seen. But it occurred to him that where I have come and I've finished doing what I'm doing, I'm going home innocently. But of course, where you sit, the Bible doesn't talk about just what you do, but where you sit. Sitting in the seat of the scornful. Walking in the, on the path of sin. You don't need to sin. But just walking where sinners are walking. Leads to curses. 
and problem. Oh, yes. You don't need to sin. No, no, sin is all. But sitting and walking on the road where the sinners are. So blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly or seated in the seat of the, of the scornful. Yeah. But his delight. Of course, the brother didn't even think of someone. So when he left and he saw the person and it occurred to him that if this person was a church member, it would be a very bad impression. So he says, from that day, from that day, he never ever went to that place to enjoy life. But along the line, he had a dream that he had gone to that place and someone had stabbed him. Which is, which is, which, which is the easiest thing to happen. I mean, you don't need even the intelligence of a class 2 baby. Somebody had stabbed him. So, by not going there, so as I sat with him, I said, you see, you're being in the ministry, being a ministry member or a shepherd or whatever, you are a big man. Look at even your neck. Your neck is big. Your neck is big. But you humbled yourself and joined a group. And you see, that thing he did, that fruit he bore, guaranteed him even his, his existence on earth. So when you bear fruits for God, the fruits themselves have a way of keeping you. Be- yeah, yes, because of the fruits. You see, you see, I love God. I met God before I met all of you. Yes. I love God. I don't need you to know God. I have a personal relationship with God. But I will humbly inform you that there are, even at my age, there are things I do not do because I think about you. Oh, yes. Because sometimes before your mind can go on to God, maybe the temptation would have... Would have but as it is, you, 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 you just remember Francis. I mean, what will my church members say? When they hear that you have gone to steal a car, Bishop steals four-wheel drive. <laughs> so, so, in spite of how I'm tempted to steal the car, when I think of you, you I don't. I'm saying that your fruits, eh, your involvement in the church, the new souls you bring to the church, the new souls you visit and you bring up, they themselves have a way of preventing you from destroying your own life. Is it true? But if you don't have fruits, see, fruits are an anchor. If you don't have fruits, as you are sitting here, some of you here, next week Sunday, you can choose not to come to church. You are here today because you chose to come. You can choose not to come. Because there is nothing that binds you. But a fruit is a binding agent. A fruit is an anchor. You see, so when, when, 
when he says every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. In, in, in about 99 over 100 cases, it's not the hand of God going to take you away. Your own lusts, your own, your own, your own um, desires and choices will destroy you. Oh, yes. That's the reason why we bear fruit. Even though it's unto God and his church, the things we do, the fruits we bear, they keep us. They prevent our destruction. That's why he says that if you don't bear the fruit now, you will never do it for two reasons. That it is not in you to do it or that you will not even be around to be given a chance to bear the fruit. Yes. That never means you will not even be around to be given the chance. Today God is calling on all of us. He needs fruits from you. And when he comes to you, by this time, he expects that all these years you've been in church, he's expecting that there should be even two people in the church who owe their existence in the church to you. Yeah. And up until now, we can't find even one person who is around because of you. You will not join. You are too big to join a home sale, a bus sale. You are too big even to attend weekday service. You have made yourself a Sunday only church goer, a backslidden, hell bound church goer. Now or never, today, if you hear my voice, Harden not your heart as in the day of the provocation when they tempted me. Today, God is t- telling someone here enough of the games. Enough of the games. You will have yourself to blame because something will nick you out. I said, something will nick you out. Every branch. And every Christian is a branch. Say, I am the vine. And you are the branches. What makes you a Christian is that you are, you, you have been grafted into the vine. I am the vine. You are the branches. So says Jesus. And every branch. Every branch. Like your pastor said, he has not been to Trinity. He was an ordinary Christian. Just like you. I know where he used to sit with his wife. Wearing some choker, some, some, whether it's choker or some chain or something, and his batik shirt. Yeah. Totally unserious. All of us were ordinary Christians. There's nobody here who, who, who was born a priest. But as we serve God, as we walk with God, we begin to bear fruit because it's a natural expectation that a tree bears fruits. All these people were all around in the church. I remember the first time I saw you, you a lot of hair. It was not even as ah, What type of girl who doesn't know how to dress well? So they look at you like a model in the church. All of us, we all, all that we come with our problems is sitting in the church. But it is expected.
said that as you stay around, some fruit should come from your life. Something. You should be able to point and say, this thing is around because of me. And Jesus still gets hungry sometimes. The church is hungry. Oh yes, your service is hungry. Look at the empty chairs. It's hungry for souls. And it comes to you. Is it possible that through you, one member, will, so even one chair will be filled because of you? He comes expecting. And so what? Season. What season? What season? The season is now. Because we see leaves. We see lighthouse. We see you are in church. We see a Bible. The Bible says we should be in season. We should be instant. In se- instant means ready. In season and out of season. There is nothing like it's not my season. It's an excuse that is peddled by people who are unwilling. By the grace of God, I have never allowed any pursuit of life to prevent me from doing something little in the church. Oh yes. As a medical student, I became a shepherd in the church. Medical student, not, not uh, some, uh, your friend is saying, some, 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 some cheap call somewhere. Uh, let me not say something to offend you. Medical student. They didn't stop me. From being in church Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, all night, Saturday out, medical student. Oh, yes. Final year, I became a pastor. Oh, yes. Being a final year medical student did not stop me from becoming a pastor. Yes, because if you want to do it, every time is the ideal time. It is those who don't want to do it who say that it's not my season. It's not my time. Let me finish with my banking course. Let me finish with my SEMA. Let me finish with my ideal course, uh, uh, ideal college uh, extramural remedials. Let me finish with my polytechnic uh, uh, engineering course. Let me finish with my bakery course. Let me finish with my flair catering course I'm doing. Let me finish with my pregnancy. But I know pregnant women who are pastors, pregnant women who are preaching, pregnant women who are doing outreach, there was a brother on his wedding day he did outreach it's you it is you and I'm announcing there's nothing like a season there's nothing there's nothing like Kairos time If you are believing in a Kairos time for your prosperity, then there is a Kairos time also for your fruitfulness. And it's now. But the message is not even about you being... I, the, the title is very precise and apt. Now or never. Make sure it is now. Make sure after church you see your pastor. Make sure you, uh, you appro- humbly approach these little girls in front here. Or you will not, you see, you will be alive but incapacitated. Yes. But say, for the time cometh when no man can work. You'll be alive but you can't work. Not when you are 90 years old. Something can happen to you. You would wish that you were a shepherd but it's over. It's over. The night bell is ringing. Kalai, kalai, kalai. 
Can I change lessons, please? You are a fool. It's over. I gave you many opportunities. But because you are a fool, it's over for you. Today, I'm, I came today with a microphone to talk to you. Yeah, be careful. The games have been too long and too much. Yes, now, now. Get, so today, 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 because we see leaves on you, let your fruits come. Rise to your feet. Let's go. Please. Please close your eyes. I want to pray for anyone here who is not born again. I want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Christ. If you are here today, you are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Every eye closed and every head bowed. You are here. You are not born again. I want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. Wherever you are, please lift up your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes, just lift your hand. You want to receive Jesus. I can see your hand. Lift your hand up. Today, there's not, not, not tomorrow. There's no season to be born again. Today is the day. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you. Yes, lift it high above your head. I see your hand. It is today. There's nothing like tomorrow or next week. If the, because today's pastor wasn't a good preacher. Next week, my real pastor will preach and I will understand. No, it's today. If you can hear the voice, it's today. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Lift your hand. If your hand is up, come to the front here. Come to me here. Come. Please hurry up. Lift your two hands, please. Let me pray for you. Say after me, Heavenly Father. Or can you say, Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus to receive your mercy. I realize. I am a sinner. Please wash my sins away with the blood of Jesus. I want to serve you. I want to follow you. Thank you for my salvation. From today, I am born again. Everything is new. I'm starting a new life in Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.